0: Hey Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns that helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and don't forget about this. So you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying Thank you to our state's great pork producers. All right, guys. Weekly podcast today with Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell. Iowa State is coming off of that big win, obviously, over Louisiana Monroe. 72 points. uh, Eye-opening game for the Cyclones. So uh, coming up next, obviously, a road trip to Waco. Cyclones get Baylor. Uh, You can join us. We'll have a game watch with our friends from Wide Right and Natty Light coming up at Buzzard Billy's on Saturday for the 2.30 kick on ESPN. Um, All right, let's go. Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell. Check it out here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network. And I'm with Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell right now. Big one coming up on Saturday at Baylor, Coach. But I did want to talk a little bit about the 72-point outburst on Saturday against Louisiana Monroe. And I don't know, it just looked to me like the offense. um, In the past, like, I felt like we've seen a lot of really big individual plays and Hakeem would just run down the field and, you know, he was a total freak and David was a great improviser. I don't know, it just seemed like the system really was in place, not only Saturday But even this year, I mean, you're averaging seven points per play. It just seems like things are just kind of there. Brock is distributing it well. Can you put it into – layman's terms I guess for the normal fan just the difference so far this year
1: yeah you know I, I think the biggest thing for us is y- y- you almost see us becoming a whole offense in a lot of ways and you know I, I think the first couple years you, you were, we were really blessed because we had the Alan Lazards and Hakeem Butlers and the David Montgomerys but some of the other pieces you know the O-line not having tight ends um, you know building stuff consistency at the quarterback position. You know, I think we, we always were just trying to 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 be able to do what gave us a chance to be successful and find matchups that allowed us to have success um, with some of those other pieces developing and growing. And I think we finally came into this spring and into this fall and s- felt really comfortable with some of the foundational pieces that we had to build an offense around, an offensive line, tight ends, and then certainly Brock. And, you know, I give a lot of credit to Coach Man and Coach Gordon and our offensive staff I think they've done a great job just continuing to build that offensive structure and you know I think the fortunate part for us is the development and growth of some players and I think Saturday I I feel the same way you did I feel like we've been really close all fall of kind of some of those performances and you know I thought we've done some really good things offensively even though the first two games maybe it didn't show in terms of exact numbers Um, but I thought on Saturday you know you're saw it really start to tie together and come together. and um, Great challenges ahead because it's still a really young unit, mm-hmm. a really young offense in a lot of ways, but I think those guys are starting to develop roles and obviously I think you're starting to see Brock really become comfortable within the
0: system. Alright, I love talking football theory with you and I have there. if you talk to the analytics guys, which I think you, I know you buy into analytics but I also think you're somewhat of a manalytics guy too how how random are turnovers because it was like bam snap your finger on saturday and those balls that had been dropping you know the previous weeks they were going into your guys's hands and like i get it like offenses will make bad plays and bad reads and that can turn into turnovers but a lot as far as the I don't know, the, how random are turnovers? I'm just going to leave it to you like that. Go for it. Yeah, I,
1: I, I do think there are, t- there are a lot of times when the, the turnovers can be random. You know, and I, you, you talk about this past Saturday, um, you know, really all three of them are random. You know, the the, the great tip ball and we're there yeah. to make the play. It Those comes are the in our ones hands. I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's 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 random. And again, I've always said to a little bit in this sport to say you're just going gonna get lucky is naive too. You know, we we do practice turnovers and creating turnovers every practice that we have, and I think that's so important to our success and any team's success. But you know, I, I do think sometimes it is a little bit of you know randomness of making that play on the ball. And you, you go back to two weeks ago and you got the ball in your hands three times defensively and you don't come down with mm-hmm. it. And, um you know I think it's those maybe those moments where you don't make that play on the ball that says man that focus and that attention to detail of making that play you got to go back to work on it and I think we, we certainly made a big emphasis uh, really on both sides of the ball going into this this last week's game of critical getting turnovers and critical taking care of the football and it was great to see the ball fall fall away a couple of times and our guys be able to make plays on the ball as well
0: all right before we move on to Baylor I did want to touch on Brock's big day he set the record and I, I have no idea how aware of it you actually were and I, the only reason I even bring it up is because I bumped into Seneca Wallace just randomly yesterday and had a really good chat with him he's inducted into the Hall of Fame Brock's wearing his number Brock. Breaks his record on the day that Seneca's there to watch. Were you even aware that like Seneca was around it, that any of that was happening? Because it Seneca was pretty emotional when I talked to him about it and said it was almost storybook that he was able to sit there and watch that.
1: no, you know it was it was fascinating. I knew Seneca was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame and, and actually saw Seneca right after the game and um, you know I, I thought it was really unique because as, as I saw Seneca walking downstairs and Brock was walking my way, I was thinking, man there's two really special football players, yeah. and I had literally had no idea that, to be honest with you, even the number facet of what. Brock did in the football game or didn't do in the football game other than I thought he played a a really good game the the numbers of what he did until Sunday, and you know, and and then you you think about it, man. There's 15. There's there's, you know, these two great legends, and mm-hmm. both guys, um, you know, being able to be in the same place watching it happen. I, I think Seneca, and I, you've heard me say this. He's been such a he's been such a huge asset to us building this program since we've been here. Um, his willingness to be around, willingness to be be a part of this community. Um, our kids have such a great respect for who he is and what he's done and you know to be able that to happen on on a day where he's honored i think really special for our football program
0: you made a you made a comment in your press conference today that i wanted to follow up on you were talking about brock and um i i think you insinuated that you wanted him to go down Mm -hmm. and take fewer hits but you know brock he's not going to seriously though like how how much is that discussed because he He's not, the, he's not sliding and he's lowering his shoulder and going for it but as he grows as a quarterback is that something you want him to learn but you have to be careful not take the edge away from him too.
1: Yeah you know I think that's a fine line and, and you know Brock's one of those guys I'm a big believer and you know I, what I don't ever want to do is take a, a great player's greatness away that makes him special and his competitiveness is one of those things within a game that makes him really special and you know I think those are things that are discussed about Situational awareness about, you know, taking care of your body. And I think Brock, even as last year grew, you saw him start to use a slide occasionally yeah, or yeah. have awareness. But Brock's one of those guys, man, that, you know, that's why you love him because he's going to fight for the inch every time he goes out there. He's going to do everything in his power to give his team the opportunity to be successful. And uh, those are things that I, you know, I refuse to take away from him because that's what makes him really special.
0: No doubt. Well, you got a big one on Saturday, the Big 12 opener at Baylor. That game got chippy last year, and not to bring up old wounds, but, like, does that carry over? Like, when a team – because that was an emotional game. You talked about it. There was a couple of teams playing for Big 12 positioning. That team plays really hard. You guys were a gritty football team last year. I'm just curious, like, from year to year, how much that can carry over from, you know, I wouldn't call Baylor a rival, but that was a really emotional game a year ago.
1: Well, I think the one thing that carries over is both teams are trending in a positive direction and anytime that's happening and both teams have a a culture and a foundation where attitude effort toughness resides that I think you're always going to get um, highly emotional gains when these two teams play because they're kind of cut from the same cloth in some way shape or form and so you know I I think that there's certainly a respect level though too going into it that you, you you certainly know what coach rule's done his team's done and you know I I think our our kids understand that and we understand that number one it's our first conference game number two it's on the road and number three it's a team that plays really hard and very similar to us so you know i think whether it's rival whether it's competitiveness i think you're going to get all that on saturday because i think both teams
0: are, are playing for a lot on the line Defensively, Baylor, if you pay attention, they look a lot like what you guys are doing. And and that's no secret. A lot of teams around college football are playing more of that style. I'm just curious because you really haven't seen that much this year. But is that like when you guys are practicing in the spring, when you guys are in fall camp, are, are, is your offense used to seeing that type of a look from your defense or how much is your defense mixing it up? I, I, just, I think it's interesting the contrasting of styles. Yeah, you
1: know, I, I think defensively you look at them and there's, there's a lot of similarities of what they've gone to. Um, still, I think coverage-wise and pressure-wise there's some differences, but, you know, a lot of similarities. And I, the, the positive piece of it is for us, I, I've always said prior to when so many teams were a four-down front yeah. team that it was harder for us to get ready and prepared for a four-down front type defense because all we saw in practice was blocking a three-man front. And so at least from a front standpoint, I think it's positive for us that we get to, to block and go against the same front um, that we're used to seeing with consistency through spring and fall. But um, you know, I think there's also quite a bit of difference in, in how to disperse that front and how that front maybe moves or slants one way or another. But, uh, you know, obviously they're playing really good football on the defensive side right now for sure.
0: 230, man. I can't wait. Big 12, get after it. Uh, Best of luck on Saturday. All right. Thanks so much. Go Cyclones. All right.